David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. I'm ready for another great show today. We have the Playboy Playmate of the Year, not just Miss May 2014. She is the top playmate from 2015, Danny Mathers. We're going to have a new member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, Spencer Haywood. And an interview I did a couple years ago with a living legend, Dodger broadcaster Vince Scully. But let's get right to an interview I did with Danny Mathers. How are you doing today, Danny? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Good. Elliot wasn't able to be with us today. He apologizes. But I was looking at your bio here, and I see that uh, you've worked for Playboy since, what, about 2010? Yes. My first job was at the very end of 2010. I got to go to Argentina. So, yeah, I'm a seasoned vet, I guess. <laughs> So what is the process in becoming named the Playmate of the Year? Uh, you know, I think it was just basically they look at, you know, your work ethic, how well you work, how hard you've worked throughout your year, um, how clients react to you. So, you know, obviously if I worked a lot and everyone came back, I was like, oh, that Danny, never hire her again. She's terrible. It, wouldn't have, it would have never happened. So, you know, I've gotten lucky enough to be able to take almost every job that came my way, and I think that that really helped. Um, you know, and then I got the call. And we didn't really, the process for actually finalizing the Playmate of the Year this year happened a little bit later than it's happened in the past. So a lot of us girls, we were convinced we didn't get it. I mean, we were, all of us were texting each other, of course, like, did you find out yet? Who found out? Who got it? You know, we didn't find out till March, really. I mean, I didn't find out till March. So um, there was definitely a period of time there where I was convinced I didn't get it, and whoever did get it was lying to me. So, you know, it was very stressful for that last couple months, but... You know, once I did find out, we just got the centerfold done, and then it was just a lot of preparation for the announcement. How hard was it to keep that secret that you were chosen? Oh, my gosh, it was so hard. I either had to ignore people's text messages and phone calls for literally, like, three months, or I had to lie to all my friends and family. I mean, I definitely told my family, but there were a few of them that I had to lie to as well. So hopefully they all understand now, and at least all the girls understand because they've gone through it before, you know, all the past playmates. So it's not that bad of a situation, but it was really difficult. So did Hugh Hefner call you and make the announcement to you? No, I wish he did. I actually, I got the call from Stephanie Morris, who works in our office, and she definitely, the suspense was high. She made it almost seem like I thought I was getting fired. She was like, all right, Danny, there's something I need to talk to you about, but we can't do it over the phone. I'm going to need you to come in, and I can't really tell you what it's about either. And it's not like it's a close like too close of a drive for me either. So the whole drive there, I was like stressing out. I thought I was getting fired. I was like, what could I have possibly done wrong? I don't understand. <laughs> so no, it was not a call from Hef, which would have been amazing. But, you know, I don't, I don't actually know the last time he was the one who made the call and he makes the final decision. But that would have been a really cool call to get. Have you talked to him since the decision was made? Yes, actually, I got to see him on the 14th. We did the event at the mansion where we announced it to the, everyone in the inner workings of Playboy. And um, I got to kind of spend a little time with him. And he's like, does anyone ever tell you that you look like Pam Anderson? And I thought that was a huge compliment, especially coming from him. Um, 
And then, you know, it's just, he was saying he was just very proud of me and he was happy with the decision he made. And I talked to Crystal, his wife, too, and she was very proud. And it just feels good to know that that they were actually behind it and that they supported the decision and that they made the decision and this, this is for real. Because at first I was like, did you read the name right? Are you sure it's me? Are you positive? So, yeah, I definitely got to spend a little time with him and definitely, you know, made him solidify his decision, I guess. Have you met Pamela Anderson yet? I have. I got to meet her one time. They were having a private party at the mansion, and um, she was one of the guests, so I had to play it cool for sure. I wasn't allowed to make her feel like she was being bombarded. You know, she was in her comfort zone at the mansion, so technically celebrities, when they're there, they're not celebrities. You know, they treat it like it's their home, so I had to just totally play it cool, and I was not cool inside. I was freaking out, so she was absolutely beautiful, and I'm just, I hope I can meet her again and actually get to pick her brain a little bit about her career and everything, so... I know she's doing a tour at the mansion, I think. She already did it, or it's sometime this week, but she did a like some prize opportunity for someone that got to get a, um, a tour by her and got to do a lunch with her at the mansion. So I know she's still very active you know, in the company when she can be. So who's taller, you or Pamela? She's taller, definitely. I'm like barely five feet tall. <laughs> but you're good at math. I heard you're five and three quarters of an inch, so you round up. That's yes. what you do in math class. Yes. I am good at that type of math. <laughs> I, def- I lie to everyone, apparently, when I say I'm 5'1". So what does it entail being the Playmate of the Year? Um, you know, I think it's just a lot. It's focusing on being a proper brand ambassador. You know, this is a company that I have really just adored since I was very young, and I respect them, and I, I do read the articles. Um, I love everything about just kind of what they stand for. So for me personally, it's just about representing them properly and, you know, getting out there, I want to be part of sales. I want to be, you know, on the floor with them when they meet with clients. I want to travel with them. I want to just want to make sure that, you know, I embody everything that they envision in a point of the year, which I guess just is a brand ambassador and can speak well and can treat people well and can work hard and can be available to them, I guess, throughout the year whenever they need me. So that's my goal for this year. So what appearances do you have scheduled over the next year? You know, so far, not that many, but it's also kind of like that, you know, showbiz kind of like last minute some of them are like okay are you able to get on a plane next week and then sometimes it's you know all right so in october we're going to book you for this thing <laughs> so as of right now it's pretty open but i do know that this you know everything books up pretty quickly just in my experience with them so i am enjoying this calm before the storm so do you have any acting gigs planned in the next six months or so no, not yet. I'm actually focusing on my acting a lot right now. I'm taking my acting classes and I'm looking for a presentation and I'm just sort of trying to fit that into the mix because I know this year is going to go by really quickly and I really want to hit it hard while I have kind of the hype and while my name is out there, you know, I want to see what what it is that I can accomplish. So as of right now, I don't have anything lined up just because I've been focusing on the Playboy thing, um, but it is a goal of mine to kind of focus more on that after this kind of storm passes. Why do you have to take acting classes? You're an established veteran. You've been in soap operas. You've been in movies with Zach Efron, with the, what is it, Neighbors, I believe? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's like anything. You have to sharpen your sword. You have to practice your craft, you know, all the time. It's like telling a basketball player, you know, oh, Kobe, you're so good. Why do you even go to practice? I'm definitely not comparing myself to Kobe, but it's one of those moments. You know, you have to constantly practice and you change and your mind changes. And if you don't do it for like a couple months, I mean, you really do kind of get back to square one kind of. So it's definitely something that needs to be practiced on the regular. Yeah, I was watching a movie last week uh, with Kevin Hart 
the uh, wedding ringer, and all of a sudden I see, I think, Danny Mathers in there. I'm like, I know her. I talked to her a couple years ago. <laughs> That's so funny. I think um, we've had a couple of playmates in that movie, actually. I can't think of them right now, but we definitely did have a couple of playmates in that movie. So who was your favorite actor to act with? Um, you know, my first acting job ever was with Antonio Sabato Jr., and I don't know if you're familiar with him and what he looks like, but... I was like 15 or 16, and he was so he's such a beautiful, like, hunk of a man, like a Spanish, tall, dark, and handsome. Just, I mean, I couldn't even speak English around him. I was so mortified because he was so beautiful. But that was probably the most memorable for sure, just because it was, you know, my first time ever. So I already had those nerves and kind of a stage fright. And then I spilled coffee all over him in the scene accidentally. So it set us back a ways. And it was just a whole thing I'll never forget. And it was amazing. And he had such good spirits and made me feel like it wasn't that big of a deal, which I know it was. <laughs> you just wanted to take his pants off, I'm sure. Pretty much. I was like, I'm going to spill that there. So <laughs> strategically planning out my next move at 16. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, and congratulations again. Thank you. I'll, hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. You're basically proof that good things come in small packages. Yes. Don't forget that. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get to newest basketball Hall of Famer Spencer Hayward. You're listening to Sports and Torts here on TalkZone.com. Mm-hmm. 